Hey parents, are you trying to find a sport for your kids to do during the winter months? Have them wrestle. Have them join the Combat Wrestling Club at Combat Athletics located on Cooper Creek Road in Moxville, North Carolina. The Combat Wrestling Club wrestles a full AAU schedule with practices three days a week. I guarantee you that your kid will enjoy it. It is fun. And it will get them in shape, build self-confidence, and self-defense. Join the Combat Wrestling Club today in Moxville, North Carolina. Good evening, everyone. This is Ryan Hayes, and I'm back with another episode of Cast of Champions. Today is Friday, January 24th. And yeah, uh, another episode. Um, I have today Darren Kendrick. He is a 138-pound wrestler from uh, Glen High School. Uh, got this guy on the show because I feel like he's got a story. Uh, you know, I've known him for a while. Um, it's kind of have his ups and downs, and you know, he's still sticking with the sport. So, you know, I figured he'd be a, a great guest to have on. Um, so, hey, Darren, real live, how are you doing today? I'm good. Man. Uh, First question, it's always the first question to start out with, is uh, what was your walk? How did you get into this sport? Uh, well, I started playing football, and then I had a teammate, Nick Lord, and him and his dad introduced it to me when I was in the second grade. And did you did you do any clubs? Were you a part of a club, or did you just... Yeah, my very first club I went to was here at Glen, and it was... Uh, I can't really remember the name. It was Tri Grapplers, I think. Yeah. And then I went to uh, Ledford with their club, and then I started going to combat after that. Right. Yeah. It, it was. That's way back. Triad Grapplers, way back in the day. Um, so, just tell me a little bit about. Just kind of recap your uh, your high school season up to this point. You know, just you know everything you can tell me. I know you kind of had some ups and downs there were seasons where you didn't wrestle then there were seasons where you wanted to wrestle and got injured so tell me a little bit about that all right so my freshman year i didn't really even cut any weight so i was just wrestling my natural weight and i was wrestling guys a lot bigger than me a lot older than me so it wasn't too great of a season but i still had a winning record i didn't qualify for states or anything that year but then my sophomore year i uh, i put in a lot of work going into that year and I started off the year five and up, and then I just didn't, I didn't really want to wrestle anymore. Like, I guess I just lost it, like I lost the love for it or something. I was cutting a lot of weight, going from like 140 to 126, and it was just too much for me at that point. Uh, when, when you say you lost um, your, your passion for it, is it because of just... The, the whole thing of just trying to get down the weight or just or is there a number of things because a lot of times when you get started in a sport early it it leads a lot of uh, a lot of kids start to burn out before they even get to the point where the sport really really matters so just kind of elaborate a little bit about you know kind of what you were going through what you feel comfortable saying uh, so to speak yeah so I, I was wrestling for a long time and Going into that year, too, I, I didn't have any time off. It was always just constant wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. So I was getting really 
burnt out at that point. And then dealing with the huge weight cut and stuff and just all that combined, a lot of pressure on me too because I was supposed to do all these big things my sophomore year. So a lot of pressure, getting burnt out, cutting weight, and just a lot of stuff just led me to not want to wrestle my sophomore year. You know, it's funny you brought up pressure. And pressure's real. And, and, and it's... It's not only do you have the expectation, your expectations and goals for yourself, but then it's trying to live up to everyone else's. And yeah, it's coaches, friends, family, all that type of stuff. Yeah, and and so and, and I can understand that. Um, did you ever thought maybe, hey, coach, can I maybe go the next weight class up, or or was it, was there somebody there, or was it going to be detrimental to the program to, to switch out? Like, did you ever? go try to even do all of this yeah i did but there was already um, a good kid a weight above me and he was a senior and i didn't really want to try to bump out a senior or anything so right so we go into your let's so we go into your junior year but before that did you do any sort of uh off season coming out of your sophomore year like when you kind of decided all right let me get it back in gear I'm feeling the drive or did you not feel that drive until going into your uh, junior year I didn't feel that drive until about August going into my junior year so like right before school started probably a week before school started my junior year so that's when I actually felt the drive to get back into it and so then what happened junior year that like what how did you end up doing um so it was crazy because I was seven and nine when I actually got hurt. Only two matches more than my sophomore year. So I got hurt and I was wrestling this kid and he I was standing up and he did a um, mat return on me. And I tried to post out, but I ended up posting out and my elbow hit the mat on my post and it made my uh, shoulder pop out and pop back in. And then after all that, I uh, went to the doctor, and then I had an MRI done and found out I tore my labrum in the front and in the back, and I tore my bicep tendon just in that one match. And so that that basically uh, done you in for the rest of the season. Yeah. And then, of course, you, you were getting ready to go into the offseason um, of your junior year, and basically up to now – Here's the question. Why haven't you just quit? I mean, like, in a sense of, you you, you know, you ended up not wrestling uh, sophomore year. You ended up getting hurt junior year. What's keeping you out here? I mean, right now, you've had every opportunity to quit, and you haven't. What's keeping you doing this? I just haven't got to prove, like, how good I am and prove that I can win a state championship and do good and all that. You know what I mean? Yeah, for, for, for sure, for sure. So, let's get up to current. How are you doing this season? I'm 14-0 right now. What are have you, what are some uh, major uh, victories that you've had? Um, at the West Wilkes tournament, I beat a kid that uh, got third in the state last year. And I beat him pretty decent. I, I beat him, I think it was 9-4. So, yeah, that was a pretty big one. So up to now, you guys, uh, you guys uh, beat um, Davy, which is a powerhouse program year in and year out. 
your East Forsyths, your your Reynoldses, and your and your and, and your Reagans. You guys are uh, getting ready to go up against West Forsyth High School for the conference championship. That's going to be uh, the first time uh, uh, this team's that Glenn has wrestled for a conference championship in wrestling uh, in almost uh, 20 years. So. Tell me a little bit about that. I mean, it, it, it's West is tough. I mean, there's no doubt about it. You guys are tough, no doubt about it. So tell me a little bit about that and how, how this came to be. Um, well, we at the beginning of the year, we had a lot of holes in our lineup. And we were just filling them up, filling them up. And then we had a lot of people that quit on us. So we have a small team, but all of us are committed and we're uh, – and we really care about what we do. And we really want to win this conference championship because we haven't won it since, like, 1992. Oh, so I was way out. been about 30 years. Yeah. I knew. No. So let's, let's, let's see. Let's fast forward to uh, next Thursday. You get up in the morning. You go into school. What, what's going to be your mindset? Just straight focus, honestly. Um, everybody's going to be focused. We have one goal for that day, and we're going to try to get it done. And it's our senior night, too, so we're really trying to get it done that night. That's a, that's a, that's a pretty uh, risky gamble. <laughs> uh, so what kind of gets you in that, in that mindset of uh, wrestling? Like, what when do you – on competition days, when do you get locked in and ready to go? Like what? Like, just tell me like a little bit about that. Like just throughout the day, what do you do, and what are, what are some things that you think about? Um, well, throughout the day, I usually just try to relax. I try not to think about it too much because I don't want to overthink things before my match. And then I'll really just lock in during right before weigh-ins. That's when I really lock in, and then I weigh in get warmed up and then I'll just wrestle. Do you, when you warm it up, do you, you know, a lot of people, do you listen to any music? What kind of music do you listen to to kind of get you in that frame of, uh, uh, you know, kind of puts you in a kill zone there? Like, what, what, what do you do? I usually listen to, like, some rap or something. I don't even listen to music while I'm warming up, honestly. I usually listen to it in the locker room before we go to warm up. Right. So, I'll talk a little bit about uh, uh, just, just a bit because it, it does play an impact. Uh, throughout your, your years at Glenn, you guys kind of went through uh, a couple of different head coaches. How has that affected you, and how has this current staff impacted, impacted you? Um, well, yeah, we, I've had three different coaches in my four years. So it was, it was a lot to get used to, totally different systems, going from one to another to another. But the ones right now, I like them, and they're uh, they're doing good. You know, they're helping us out. They care about us. They care about our grades. So yeah. Um, what's the uh, what's your goal? Where, where do you want to be at uh, this time next year? Do you want do you want to try to wrestle at the next level? Have you got accepted in any schools? Tell me a little bit about that. Um, I don't. I'm not sure if I'm gonna wrestle the next level, honestly, but. I'm definitely trying to go to college, either like an ECU or Coastal Carolina. So then, this year, 
your your ultimate goal is to uh, win win a state championship. So you put the work in, and you're 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 ready to go. Let's uh, let's kind of picture yourself. Let's say you're you're there already in a, in a, in a state finals. What do you think that's going to be like for you? Like what are you what are you going to be thinking? You know, if you if you you know if you make it to that point. Um. Well, I'm honestly just gonna try to zone everybody out except for my coaches and just be completely focused on that six minute match. So. For sure. Yeah, I'm not gonna think about anything else but the rest of the match. For sure. For sure. Um. What? Tell me a word that that describes you. And, and why? Just one word that would describe you and tell me why. I would say determined because, like, I've had a lot of up and downs and stuff, and but for some reason I just stay with it and I, I don't really go off course, you know. I just stay with it. I'm determined for that one goal. Right. One of the questions I always like to ask, um, tell me about that one match that you lost that you wish you could have back that still just digs in your crawl to this day even if that person is still wrestling and you know and you see him and you're like dang it that guy yeah. um probably when I was in like ninth grade I wrestled this guy named Caleb Smith and he wrestled at the App State now so he's he's not bad at all he's a really good wrestler but he was a year older than me and um I didn't lose to him by much. I think I lost to him by like three or four points. But I really wanted to get that win, and I still wish I could get it. You know, I, I, I would venture to say that uh, Caleb, there's a lot of people like you, you know, after wrestling Caleb. He, he was a good, good wrestler, state champ. Uh, shoot, I mean, he uh, well, he lost by decision against one of the, the – the, top-ranked wrestlers in D1 in the country back in the Southern Scuffle. So he's just a good wrestler uh, in and of itself. Um, so what does Darren Kendrick do away from wrestling? So you, when when you get home from practice or, or you got a weekend to yourself, what do you do for fun? Um, I'm usually just trying to hang out with my friends, see what everybody's doing. You know, go over to my friend's house. They come over to my house. Just go and do stuff. What's the moves? Is that what y'all say? Yeah, what's the move? What's, what's the, the word? word? Yeah, what's the word? Um, so what are things you guys like to do? Like, is there any kind of, like, any, is there any hobbies that you have or, or anything like that? So. Uh, we like to go play football. We like to play basketball. We like to, you know, play sports and stuff because we're all athletes. We all just like to go do stuff. Right. Yeah, that's always good to have something to do uh, outside, of, uh, outside of wrestling. Um, so a lot of times when you're out there wrestling, there's you, you, you. Sometimes you get in a weird situation and you just want to uh, give up. You know what kind of makes you stay in that 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 fire and fight that fire and and no matter what the outcome is, you still battle hard. I mean, because it's easy when somebody's getting ready to put you to your back. It's easy to go to your back. They're already putting you to your back. So what makes you fight? What makes you just fight for every point, no matter what the score is? I don't know. It's just I think it's something that some wrestlers have and some wrestlers don't have. Where some wrestlers have a lot of heart and they don't want to quit. They fight to the last uh, second end, you know. They just keep on going and they won't stop until they win. And I think that's what I got. Yeah, it's it's uh, 
just that uh, that that winning spirit that sometimes a a, a lot of kids don't possess that because you know the, these days with athletics, um, just kids in general, you know they have a they have a entitlement type of mentality, and some of them just out here just to do it because the parents are making them do it, and some people are out, some kids are out there doing it because they uh, le- legitimately. want to do it um, and and get better Um, so in this sport you know there's a there's a lot of a lot of different rules Um, if there is a rule that you could uh, take away from the sport what would it be and if there's a rule that you could add what would you like like sir is there are rules on the college level that's now on the high school level vice versa Um, one rule that I wish we could add would be riding time I really wish we could have that. But one rule to take away, um, uh, that's a hard question. Probably like the out of bounds rules where you have to have the two points in. Right. Two points of your body in. So we, so the riot time, that's, uh, you almost put me into a debate with you because see, I don't, I don't like riot time because I believe in encourage a stall. Uh, but then at the end of the day, um, I had a uh, two-time state champion on a podcast, Landon Four, who he he said that you know you got to realize also that you just rode a grown man for a minute that that deserves something. Um, but I think that if 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 you get in a mindset where you focus on riding somebody out versus scoring, it it, it makes for a boring match. But then also um, at the same time. If you had the uh, push out, uh, like in freestyle, you push somebody out because that would keep action going. You won't have a lot of wrestlers uh, playing that line. What do you think about that? I would like that actually. They wouldn't uh, be trying to run out of bounds and stuff, stalling. So I would, I would definitely go for that one. Yeah. Um, what a. So what about um, what about wrestling, man? It just brings you that that it brings you joy. Like what what you know just. Tell me how, how this thing is, like, enjoyable. I mean, you think about it. I mean, when you tell people what you do and what you have to go through to do it, they would probably say, dude, you really like doing that? I mean, uh, when I wrestled, man, I never knew that my body could, like, be twisted and turned to so many different places than, you know, how it is. So, yeah, like, what, 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 what about this sport brings you uh, enjoyment? Honestly, it's just winning and making everybody proud, you know? Making my family proud, making every coaches proud, myself proud, mostly. But just winning, I love winning. Um. So, tell us something about you. Tell us, tell me something, or, or, or the listener something that you do that nobody would think that you did. Uh, as far as wrestling. Well, no, just in, in life. Like a lot of people say, yeah. In my spare time, I like to. I don't know play with nunchucks I don't, <laughs> I'm just, you know like uh, I, I had a kid I, uh, about two weeks ago he actually likes to go and uh, uh, pitch axes at one of them um, axe places so you know there. what do you do and you, you gotta do something yeah, and, yeah. I actually I'm like really into cars like I just I like to help my dad with cars and stuff I like to help my friends work on their cars I know a couple friends that have like uh, turbos and Superchargers in their cars, and I just like to drive them, ride them, you know. Right. 
So what would be, what's your, what do you want your ultimate job to be? So like, let's look at 10 years down the road, where do you want to be at? I would like to be an athletic trainer, working on like collegiate athletes or professional athletes. What, what, why? Just wondering. I just, something draws me to it. Like, it has to do with sports. It has to do with helping people out. So, yeah, I just like that type of stuff. Um, so, you put, you, you put the work in and you, you have a goal that you want to achieve. And, of course, and, and you've worked hard um, year in, year out. You've been wrestling for a long time. Let's say that you don't achieve this goal, would you believe it, or would you feel like you've done all this for nothing? No. I would still be proud of myself either way because I've been through all this stuff. I, I've been wrestling for 10 years, you know. I've put in my work. A lot of stuff has happened to me. I've gotten hurt. I had a career-ending injury, or a season-ending injury, I mean, and I still came back, and I'm proud of myself for even stepping on the mat after that, after my surgery. So I would be proud of myself no matter how it ends. Oh yeah, for for sure, man. It takes a, again, it takes a lot to uh, do do that. I mean, so I mean, it, it's it's great that you you know you you feel that way and you and you know that no matter what, I mean this this isn't all for nothing because you in a sense you know you you, you got you got a lot to prove right now. You've proved a lot of it, you know, just because you've come back from. Uh, Injury. What's uh, what's the best advice someone's ever told you? Honestly, never give up because it, that applies in everything. It applies in wrestling. It applies in life. Anywhere you go, just don't give up. Whatever you do. Yeah, and and that that's just uh, good good advice. Um, is there anything that your anything any of your coaches ever told you that kind of sticks with you? Um. Anything off the top of my head, honestly. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll put it out there. It could be it could be something maybe Mike Turner might have said, but I don't know if we want to put that on the podcast. Nah, <laughs> I, I, I I like Mike. I, I I had to I had to I had to joke at him, man. But Mike's a Mike Mike Turner is a guy that I've known for exactly twenty some odd years of my life. So yeah. he's he's a good dude. I like um, Mike. Mike's oh, cool, yeah. Um, so. Another question I ask, sometimes I ask it on the podcast, sometimes I don't. Um, if you could have dinner with three people, living or dead, who would it be and why? Dinner with three people, living or dead? Yeah. Um, I would probably have dinner with... Hmm, probably Elvis Presley, because I think that would just be cool. Um... What questions would you ask them? That's crazy. I've never had anybody say that. I would be like, so like, how did you like, how did you get famous? Like, and how did you even die? Because you know how people talk about how he died on the toilet and stuff. I just want to know if he really did or not. I just knew he died. I didn't know he was on the toilet. You, you know a you lot never more. Heard that? No, I just knew he. I knew he's. Well, he's supposed to be dead, but yeah. apparently a million people see him every day. But. I heard he died on the toilet. <laughs> I have no clue. Oh yeah, and Tupac. I would definitely have dinner with Tupac. Is he dead? I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I think 
if, if, if you're dead, you're dead. Like, if a million people, well, I don't even know if it was an open casket funeral, but if a million people see you in a casket, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Everybody says it's the same in Cuba and stuff. So. Yeah, what, what, uh, what about, what about, uh, well, at some point he's going to have to die by natural causes. He's going to have to die at some point. Mm-hmm. And, but what, what about Tupac that you want to go uh, have dinner with? Um, I would just like to know, like, about him. Like, about him. He's like a mystery. You know, he died so young. And a lot of people don't even know if he's actually dead or not. So I would just like to, you know, talk to him, see what's going on. Who'd be a third person? Well, who, who, who is someone? You know, a lot of times, people would say, "Think about maybe someone that, that's not, that's no longer around, that's close to you. That maybe, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, definitely, definitely my grandma then, yeah. because she died when I was a, a really young age. I think I was like eight or nine, maybe. And you know, I can't really remember nothing about her. So I would definitely." You know, one of the reasons why um, I asked that question is because that was a question posed to me in a job interview for a good corporate job. And it's, I walk in there and the uh, hiring manager is, hello, how you doing, sir? My name's such and such. Yeah, my name's Ryan. That's the first question. Um that he led out with was, hey, if you could have dinner with three people living and dead, who would it be and why? And it caught me off guard because I wasn't expecting that. But within 25 seconds, I said, uh, um, Osama bin Laden, uh, Saddam Hussein, and Fidel Castro. And, of course, you're giving out answers like that. Like, why would you want to eat dinner with those people? So, my thought is, when it came to, uh, Osama bin Laden is like, and, and all of them, so to speak. What makes you have utter hatred for some people in this world to make you want to kill them? I mean, some people you're killing people that you don't even know that, that they they have no idea who you are or they have nothing against you. Um, you know what what happened in your life that makes you the the person that you are that you get that you get called ugly as a child that you get bullied on. Um, why do you hate people the way that you do? Like, and then at the same time, if they give me an answer, then how can I help you change the way you think about these people that you're hurting so they can no longer be hurt and we can, you know, we can get together and, and make our world safer, you know, that. And I think at that very moment was when he looked at me and it's like, I've never heard that answer, but I was a little bit scared when you said it but it makes sense because you, you know you want to I mean if you want, if you really want to fix uh, any kind of violence going on in this world or, or in this country go go to the root cause of it go go to these gang members and, and go right to the gang house and talk to them like so you know what's and here I am going off in a litany but what makes you want to kill this guy because he has a red bandana on and you have a blue one on that's a senseless killing yeah, it makes sense. I mean but I mean I mean what do you now that we're on it, what do you think about all this like senseless violence that goes on in this country, man? Like, I mean, let, let's be honest, it's a lot of it, and yeah, it's scary. It's a lot of it, and it's everywhere, too. It's in Winston, it's in Ridgeboro, it's everywhere around us, but it really doesn't make any sense. Like, all of us could just get along, and there's really no reason to, like, kill somebody. You can have your, like, 
disagreements, but you don't have to kill somebody. You can just leave each other alone, you know. None of that stuff has to go on. Yeah, and it's funny because uh, a little about a couple of days after Christmas, I've had I had the uh, the one thirty two pounder on from uh, West Forsyth, Evan uh, Labella, and this was about three days, three or four days after there was a kid at Parkland that got shot on the south side of town, and they were telling me how he was telling me how some of the kids were Snapchatting his dead body in a road, and he and he and he saw it on his story, I'm like. No, you know, it's like nobody wants to see that. You know, where every time something happens, we're quick to pull out a phone, but we're not quick to try to help somebody. Yeah, so I mean, that's just kind of uh, that's just kind of crazy. Well, before I wrap this up, what advice can you give people or give wrestlers that are getting ready to come into high school or still in middle school um, from the experiences that you've had with, with injury and, and wanting? and quitting because of the pressure and just the floor is yours take as long as you want tell me what what, what advice you could give to other wrestlers that maybe are in a position like you and don't know what to do if I was them I would just train you know I'd train as hard as I can but I would still have other hobbies outside of wrestling don't keep your mind just on wrestling because that's what's going to burn you out you got to have other things to do you know you got to you gotta go do things with your friends. You can't just be wrestling the whole time. Wrestling is it's a big part of your life, but it's not gonna be the most important thing later on. So like, I would just, just train as hard as you can, but I wouldn't burn yourself out. And I would try to leave out all the other pressures without, uh, you know, like outside of wrestling. like parents might be pressuring you or your coaches might be pressuring you really hard but I would just train as hard as you can and you know don't just don't get burnt out and, yeah. yeah you know I think that if you can just like don't live up to somebody else's expectations only live yeah. up to the ex- expectations that you have of yourself yeah, um, we were you know something I wanted to touch on before I, I let you go when you were, you were talking about hanging out with friends um, what keeps you from being uh, tempted to do you know do things that you shouldn't do like you know people like to go out and party and do this and do that um, how are you able to kind of refrain from doing like the stuff that can get you in trouble um, well I have a lot of friends that like to do that stuff and then I have a lot of friends that are like strictly sports and stuff you know and I during wrestling season and most of my time during school I like to hang out with the good group of people that, you know, will help me out and will do good for me, and, you know. Yeah. It, you know, uh, a, a good coach once said you are defined by who you hang out with. Make no doubt about it. Yeah, um, yeah so, I mean, and, and I get it all the time. Like, if you if you associate with someone that does that, 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 that does drugs or, or steals and or, or people are going to assume that you do it. But, anyways, uh, Darren... I'm just gonna say, man. Thanks for being on the show. Um, you you had, you, you know, you have a story. Um, you're, you, you're quite an interesting uh, kid in the fact that, you know, you, you had a lot of obstacles and and you're dealing with a lot. And you seem to found your, uh, you, you seem to find like your happy medium. And it seems like you're, you know, you're, you're locked in and ready to go for the rest of the season. And the only thing that I do, first of all, I wish you the best of luck um, the remainder of the season. Number one. 
no matter how you finish, just want you to be injury free. Like I want you to be able to make it through the season, um, no, no matter how you finish, um, and just give it everything you got, and just good luck, man. And thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Uh, oh yeah, and that was Darren Kendrick, uh, 138 uh, pound wrestler from Glen High School. Nice kid. Again, I've known him for a, a while. Um, he's always been respectful. Uh, so there's a kid that you want to win. If you get to know him for yourself, you know he's, you, you would know and and and, and see that he's a he's a he's a great uh, respectful kid. Um, until next time, this has been another episode of Cast of Champions. Don't forget follow us on Twitter. Oh, Twitter, Twitter. Follow us on Twitter, please, and Instagram. Yeah, so hit us up on that gram. Hit us up on that Twitter. Uh, if you got any people that you want to get on the show that you think have been a, be an in, interesting uh, person to have, uh, hit me up. DM me. Uh, get a lot of DMs of, of people. I don't pick this myself. A lot of people tell me because I don't know everybody, and somebody might have a story, and they may want to tell it. So, yeah, again, hit us up on the Twitter. Hit us up on the gram, and I'll be talking to you later. Thank you.